welcome to 1923 Main Street, home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabradic, and I'm Amelia Bellabradic. And today we'll be sharing our thoughts on the what, where, and why of Disney's Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom parks. And this is a follow-up to episode forty. Episode forty, where we did the first two parks, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. So today we're doing. The next two parks. Today's going to be better because these are my favorite two. Well, let's find out what's so favorite about them. So, as we did in the first episode, why don't we go in order and we'll dive right in to the year 1989 when Disney MGM Studios opened. And do you know why it was called that? Not a clue. Oh, was it because they were partnering with someone? They did. They partnered with MGM. but What's MGM? MGM is a movie studio. They, You know right. when you see a movie and the lion roars at the yeah. beginning? That's MGM. Oh, Disney partners with them a lot. And here's the funny thing about this. They partnered with them because one of the main reasons really that Hollywood Studios came about was because what's the other big attraction in Orlando that's movie related? Harry Potter? Well, Universal. And yeah. Universal was opening in 1990 and it did one year later. So... Really, Disney was rushing to get a movie theme park, but they thought, we don't have enough movies to carry. <laughs> it's, it sounds funny nowadays, but back in the, in the mid-80s, they thought, we don't have enough movies in our vault to carry a whole park, so we better partner with MGM. So that's how they got the Wizard of Oz and other things like that that you see featured, well, you used to in the Great Movie Ride, but that's why they partnered with MGM. And you know what I always thought was funny? During those times, before they dropped the name, before their agreement ran out, everyone just called the park MGM. Yeah. <laughs> Not Disney's name sort of got oh, yeah. dropped. Isn't that funny? But I mean, it's a Disney park. So. I know, but isn't it's just sort of ironic that. But no one calls it Disney's Magic Kingdom. I know. Disney's Hollywood. No one does yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. So the, the MGM brand almost became like a name for the park, and but it actually was a technically a, a competitor. So I always thought that was sort of funny, that MGM. But the reality is they rushed this out, and this is why I'm going to talk about, in my opinion, the park is still a bit messy. Oh, boy. But they, they thought at first, if you can believe this, that it was just going to be like a half-day park. What, is, they, what does that mean? It means that they knew they didn't have enough stuff <laughs> to make it as good as Epcot or the Magic Kingdom. So they thought but it's better than both. So they thought almost like a Disney Springs, right? They thought, okay, well, this will be sort of a park where you you just go for a little bit of time. But Who goes to parks for the whole day? I don't know. Well, this is what what in my opinion, and I can't remember if the Imagineering story ta- got into this, but it, it was really just rushed out. Is the bottom line, and it wasn't well thought out, and it still lives with that curse to this day. Uh, compared to the how organized and orderly and thought out all other three parks are compared to Hollywood Studios. So they've sort of it's sort of like a quilt that they kept adding on to. I mean, honestly, I don't know my way around any of the parks, ex- except for Epcot, because it's just a circle. <laughs> well, there's two parts. But, but at least in the other parks, there's sort of some sense or order to how they happen, whereas Hollywood really? is... Really? Because yeah. I just follow you. Well, that's... Just follow me, that's fine too. <laughs> I mean, I could probably do it if I had to, but, you know, moving on. So moving on. So <laughs> that, that was the genesis of the Hollywood Studios opening in 1989, rushed out. They knew Universal was coming, so they, you know, they have movies, but they didn't have any sort of movie-themed area. I think Eisner was in charge, Michael Eisner then, and he was sort of upset that Epcot 
for all its science and stuff, had nothing about movies, TV, radio, none of that stuff. So that's where Hollywood all, they thought, okay, we'll do it in a new park. And the Great Movie Ride was the main, when it opened, that was, yeah, that was the signature attraction. You're you're kidding, right? Nope. That was the signature attraction before they started adding on. And it wasn't that long later. So some of your favorites happened in 1994. What came on then? Sunset Boulevard. And what's at the end of Sunset Boulevard? My favorite two rides. Well, only one came first. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. So that really, in 1994... This is when they started realizing, you know, in between, you know what, this can be a real park. <laughs> it's not, doesn't have to be a half day sort of afterthought. So they start, this is where they started now. Okay, let's ratchet on. Let's make, oh, well, we had Hollywood Boulevard, the main drag, right? So Hollywood Boulevard, it's a pretty good main drag. Do you it's like it? It's good. I, yeah, I like Hollywood it. There's good Boulevard. shops. I like, now they've had some trouble at the end of it, of course, because great movie ride as we discussed mm-hmm. in our icons weenies episode isn't really a weenie the way the other ones were Please don't call it that well that's what walt called it and so they just started adding on and then the tower of terror was much more of an icon but now it was off to the right but still great ride yes mm. and it was the first real in my opinion that's when i really got excited about the park because i was one who didn't really care about it oh, until tower of terror came in and then Forget about Tower of Terror, then came the best ride ever. Four years later, 1998. Rockin' Roller Coaster. And what was the fun fact, remember, I told you? That I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's pretty cool about Rockin' Roller Coaster. You could, everyone who's ever been on that ride could be an astronaut. That's right. Cause well. it, so G's, right? G-Force. It's G-Force Records. That's the pressure you feel against you when you're going against gravity. So... Rockin' pulls almost five Gs. And the really cool, fun fact, first one of this episode. Is that good? Well, what does the space shuttle pull? Three. Three Gs, as we know from the Challenger on Netflix, (laughs) the Challenger series. So Rockin' Roller Coaster, that takeoff, that two point whatever seconds, actually you feel more pressure against you than you would. I wonder if you feel that in Mission Space. Taking off in a space shuttle. Mission Space also has some cool Gs and it spins too. But rocking back cool. in 98, that was pretty impressive and still stands up to this day. So let's talk about the park in general. Like, it's not, you know, it's not really well intuitively Why laid out. Why are you out. being so mean to Hollywood Studios? I like the things in the park. Don't get that's, me wrong, That's right? great. Well, I'm going to talk it up because you're, you're bringing such a negative right, energy to my you... favorite park. <laughs> okay, why? Why let's do talk. you hate it so much? Why do you love it so much? And it's not because of Galaxy's Edge because I've loved it. It was my no, favorite park. It's true. Even You've loved before it before that. I'll give you that. Galaxy's Edge. So, well, it has a lot of great rides. The Great Movie Ride is actually a good ride. I mean, it makes children oh, cry and scared. Was. Okay, no, it's still a good ride. It just doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah. The late great movie ride. Yes. Was an excellent attraction. But Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I like having them there. Personally, yeah. I, I'd prefer to have that. I, I wasn't a huge fan of great movie ride. I know people love it. But it was a good ride, except when it scares children. Because it was one of those ones that was okay the first and, and maybe second time. And we're back time. to being Okay, mean. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm defending you, Hollywood. So, forget about the ride. Just the layout. I don't mind the layout because it's like you're wandering through all the parks anyway. And it's not like it's based on something. Magic Kingdom layout doesn't really make sense anyway because they're all different lands. So, Hollywood has different areas like the Magic Kingdom. 
Okay, well, here's the difference. This oh. is what I mean. I'll just, just since you brought it up, it, at Magic Kingdom, if you go down Main Street to the hub by Cinderella yeah. Castle, from there, you can go off and cross the bridges and tunnel through the castle to each land. Really? It, it takes you directly to each area. That's cool. Right? So I know you don't think about it that way, but, but <laughs> so if you go back to the center, you can always veer off in a different direction. You know, for all the amount of time I spend staring at the maps, you'd really think I'd notice this. It's the same as, <laughs> as we'll see in Animal Kingdom. And Epcot is also very clear too with two areas. So that's what I mean when I talk about the differences. You get more exercise. You just sort of have to read maps more, that's for sure. You get more ex- you get more exercise. But the thing is, you have to read maps anyway, because yes, you can go to all the lands in the parks, but you have to know which land you're going to. So I'll agree. I mean, I do like Hollywood Studios. It has a and lot the, of good just stuff. Just because it has a bad layout does not mean that you can automatically write off the best park. Well, I'm not, oh, I'm not writing it off. I'm just saying, oh, here, here's a funny thing I'll say to you. It's the least Disney park of oh. the Disney parks from the Imagineering organization. Oh, and I would even say it's the most universal style park. Ironically, they rushed it because of Universal in, to some degree. But Universal parks, I find, sort of poorly laid out. And there's, even though there's fun stuff to do there, but you can know that they don't care about the sight lines as much and... As Disney does, it's just not as detailed. But from this, the there's, there are good sight lines at. The sight lines are good, but they the fix them. orientation it's, it's is not, not as good. You cannot call that a universal park. It's more like from a layout perspective. More like it, but not. No, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying. Whereas the other three are solidly ground in forget, Disney's style. But forget Walt about the style. layout. Okay, Let's carry talk on. about the rides. Okay, I do love them. If If you forget about the layout, what don't you like about Hollywood Studios so I can help open your mind to no, new it's, possibilities? it's mostly that. Everything else I do like about it. Wow. Well, then let's talk about some of the great stuff. Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land's pretty Toy good. Toy Story Land is great. Toy Story Land was like a junior land, but I, I still like junior it. junior land. It's pretty really, good. Really, then why are you so competitive on Toy Story Mania if it's a Well, junior that was always land. there before Toy Story Land. It's in Toy Story Land, isn't it? It, it is now, yes. And the Alien Swirling Saucers, that is a good ride. It's a fun ride. It's okay. Oh. I still like Tomater better out in Disney California Adventure. Similar. They're basically the same ride. But I like Alien Swirling Slinky Saucers. Dog Dash is a winner. Yes. Slinky I do, Dog. That's an amazing ride. I do prefer it over the Mine Train, which I would yeah. say is sort of its closest competitor. No, it's a, it's a good ride. I really like it. And yeah. it's outdoors. Hollywood has a mix of indoor and outdoor rides, which is another reason I like it, because it's good for rain or nice weather. Yeah, it's true. It's better in, I guess, better in rainy weather. <laughs> Than Magic Kingdom. Oh, I was going to say, it's not better in rainy weather, but it's... No, yeah. than, than other parks. It's more suited. Exactly. Another plus for Hollywood Studios. Epcot probably being the worst, just because it's so wide open. I, I don't know. I'm really... Well, we'll see, Animal after, Kingdom. we'll see after the Reno and Animal Kingdom. We'll get to that next. Animal. So, we got Tower of Terror. Okay, Tower of Terror, Rockin'. Rock, which do rock. you prefer? Rockin'. Okay. It's not, it's not even a good question, but that's just... No. Well, maybe I prefer Guardians over Rockin', but Tower of Terror, no. Yeah, we're talking Hollywood now. And we're forgetting about Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Come on, people. So you're right. Even before Galaxy's Edge, I liked the park. But now it has a lot to offer. Now it's got different things for different people. I so think the, I might have to open my top three to a top five. Yeah, the addition of Galaxy's Edge made a huge difference. 
Hanukkah's Edge is great. The food. You know, everything. It's the good. Milk. And now you've got, you know, a lot of distinct areas with good attractions. So you've got the yeah. Sunset Boulevard area with those two anchors, Hollow Rockin' and Tower of Terror. You've got Toy Story Land. Now you have Galaxy's Edge. And then you have all the other attractions in and around. And, I think, and shows, right? There's some shows. Yeah, and but even I Phantasmic think Hollywood, I, the good thing about Hollywood is because it's movie-based, they can keep adding new things as new movies come out, which is what I like about their expansion plan for yes. Hollywood Studios. For example, if new Star Wars films or Star Wars series come out, well, then they can add that to Galaxy's Edge. Or when the new when the newest Toy Story film came out, maybe they're adding something there. You yeah, never know. Yeah, they, have some, they do have some room to expand. <gasps> I'll tell Ooh, I you. I just thought of a good ride that they should add in Toy Story Land. What? It's from the fourth movie. What? You should add, like, when they're trying to, well, you haven't seen it yet. I have. <laughs> but when they're trying to rescue someone and they're, like, slingshotting across the thing on a rope. Oh, that, some sort of slingshot takeoff yeah, ride? Yeah, that would be a good ride, but not too extreme. So, like, a kid version of the Rockin' beginning? Because Disney doesn't have that. Like, it doesn't really have, like, a slingshotty ride. Yeah, that's true. That's something to think about. Or when they're running across the carousel, that would also be a good one. So, Disney Imagineers. So, I do, for all I said at the beginning, I do think the park has a lot of good things in it. I like the main drag. Hollywood Boulevard, but there is one actual flaw that I find with this park. What? The food. I would say among the four parks, it is the least... I don't least, have to come back for this. Yeah, it, was, it is the least... <laughs> is there any dining here? Well, they, there's the Brown Derby. That's their you know, that's their upscale, but it's yes, not as I know good as is. other upscales. And they've got Mama Melrose's, and, which is... It reminds me of sort of a chain restaurant, and then they have sci-fi and all those sorts but of... But do you really ever go to a Disney park just to eat? Yeah, Epcot. Epcot, yeah. you would. But because you don't go to Epcot for the rides. But Epcot, very many. Magic Kingdom's not the greatest either, believe it or not, which I surprised you with in our first take on this. Exactly, so it's not. Hollywood is in the same boat, but it does have my favorite hot dog at Walt Disney World. At Minimbills, Dockside, or just Dockside oh, Diner. No, yeah, there's a little bit of dining there. There's, there's dining. In that little strip. Yeah, and there's like the uh, commissary. The, the, it's okay dining is, I guess, what I would say. Sort of like Magic Kingdom. Yeah. There's a lot. It's, it's, there's nothing standout. There, I wouldn't go there for the dining. No, but and, you, would you go to another park? I know you just said Epcot, but I wouldn't go to any park for dining. In fact, you know, I... Galaxy's Edge may have upped the dining because there is some decent the little meals. The blue milk. There. Well, not the, the blue milk, but the, the Ronto, milk. At Ronto Roasters, right? There's eh, some. There's the blue some, milk. I know you. The frozen blue milk, to be yeah. specific. There's, there's another blue milk. The non-frozen version. Oh. Which is yeah, I would avoid. But the blue milk. The blue frozen milk. blue. Oh boy. I know some people don't like it, but we both like it. It's pretty oh, good. people who don't like it. So Hollywood. There is there. It's definitely worth going to, right? So, oh yeah. I mean, obviously, Galaxy's Edge is why everyone goes there now, and they just changed Rise of the Resistance's sign up so that you don't have to be in the park anymore, which I think is a huge benefit. You can you do have to have that park yeah. selected for the day and have a ticket, but you can be in your hotel room now. That's good. And try okay. to yeah, so you don't have to rush to the park to get a seating, and then yeah. you don't get one. And well, I didn't really want to be here at seven a.m., but. I guess I am. Although we always advocate going early. You still have to, but I like it because you still have to be like awake, and but it's just you don't have to like run there. Just Unle- unless you get a time right away. So you've got to be prepared to get there for yeah. opening. But no, it's very unlikely you'll so, get a time right away. Stay at the yacht or beach or boardwalk <laughs> somewhere close. All right. Let us now, in the interest of time, 
jump over to the fourth and now it's amazing the fourth and final park opened in 1998 we have not had a park in that long that's crazy wow we talked about our idea for a park recently i just i feel like disney's complete i don't we need a fifth (laughs) gate (laughs) i don't i don't know i just for me there hasn't been a park since i was born i've just i've never experienced the oh they're gonna add a new park park. you've had new lands which is sort of cool but the cool thing about animal kingdom is it opened on earth day isn't that neat earth that's cool april 22nd 1998 so now, this one, I feel, is tied for my favorite park. These two, I'm putting them in a tie, far beyond and far better than the other two parks, which, which? are also tied. Wait, what? You lost me. What's tied with what? <laughs> These two parks, Disney's Hollywood Studios yeah. and Disney Animal Kingdom, I'm putting Disney in front of them because they are Disney parks, right. are tied for my favorite parks. And they're both, well, a lot better than Disney's Magic Kingdom and Disney's Epcot, which I would say are tied also. Hmm. Interesting. So I like how you did this So you episode. like the two, well, more recent, but they were all not that far apart. But Animal Kingdom, I'll do my little backstory and then we can talk about the park. I think it's cool because Walt Disney always wanted animals in his parks, right? So, really? Yeah. And in his first thing, here's another fun fact. At, for Disneyland, on Jungle Cruise, he wanted real animals. <laughs> there aren't? Well, they, you know the animatronics on Jungle Cruise. He wanted to have actual live animals, but they quickly realized, well, they're not going to obey <laughs> what you want to do, and they're not going to be, uh, you know, attacking, fake attacking people, stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But So Animal Kingdom was sort of a way to complete Walt's real vision and wish to have real animals, because he loved animals, you know, and he used to travel the world and see them all. So it's actually a zoo. It's registered as a zoo, which is sort of neat. Animal Kingdom? Yeah, because there are that many animals there. It's, That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's registered as a world zoo. And when they were building it, the Imagineers, because it's really totally different than any other park. They had these license plates that said a new species of theme park. You'd see other cars in the parking lot with those little license plate covers so that cool, said you'd say, that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to the zoo for March break. I'm actually going to Disney. Ha <laughs> ha. But it really is. So it's living and growing and always changing, right? So the circle of life, that was all, this is all part of their theme for their park. Oh, Although they do, they, they did want to include everything, the extinct animals and even mythical animals. So some people, if you really notice, there's a dragon in the Animal Kingdom logo. And that's really, be- yeah, it's sort of right at the top. If you really look at it, you know, the one that has all the animals around it, it's on yeah. the sign. You'll see a dragon. And that's because. They wanted to include extinct animals, you know, current and even mythical animals. So it's pretty cool. Mm. But a lot of this detail is lost on guests, right? <laughs> it's the thing with all these parks. No one goes to Disney and stares at the signs. Oh, wow. Did you notice that there's a tiny animal there that no one's ever seen before? Or wow. even the details. So here's what I'm talking. We were just talking about Hollywood Studios, but Animal Kingdom had so much thought. And de- it's, mm. it's almost got as much detail, really, as Magic Kingdom. Like the Oasis, when you first come in, it's sort of meant to buffer you from the parking lot before you get Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it opens up to the world. I liked that. And even the end of the Oasis, when you come out of it, you know, you can go left or right. When you come out, they modeled it after the train station entrance to Magic Kingdom. There's sort of two ways you can go in. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's really cool. So it's got two tunnels you really walk through, and it's... It's about discovery. And that's when you... The Fozo Pass. And that's when you first see the Tree of Life. Right. When you come through the, the just like you see Cinderella Castle, when you come out of Main Street Station, you see the tree of life when you come out of these tunnels. And that is why Tower of Terror is not an icon. Yeah. Although. Although here's another tip for you. 
most people come through those tunnels, if you're listening and you're one of these people and you see the tree life and they take their pictures from the front. Yeah. But if you just take them, most people really don't walk around the paths right around the tree of life. Really? Yeah, you know, sort They're of. They're really cool. They are. And that's sort of where Pocahontas is down on those trails that we talked about in the princesses episode. Yeah. But if you, you can actually go in behind and get a really, there's rarely anyone there, a perfect tree of life picture with no one there, no people. It's from the backside. That's where angle. you get the best pictures. Or just like that haunted mansion when you put your camera through the iron in the fast pass lane, you can get a beautiful picture. Was this there when they opened? What? The um, tree of life. Yeah. It was the main thing. Remember, we talked about it in the icon. I think it's the only one that wasn't there because uh, the Sorcerer Hat opened in 2001 for Walt's 100th birthday, right? Yes, that's right. That is a good fun fact we missed. And I, we talked about that Sorcerer Hat too. Yeah, it was for his 100th birthday. So would have it's been his not really birthday. an icon. So Hollywood Studios, you need an icon. Please get one. Yeah. It's not Tower of Terror. It's not your icon. Do you want me to give my cool little hidden gem for Animal Kingdom before we talk about what's All in right, it. All right, okay. You know, Disney loves to have looking for people who really pay attention. And I would guess most guests and probably most of you listening, except for the real historians like me or explorers, will miss this. And and it's just like in Aulani in the lobby, there's that little keyhole in a bureau. Yeah. But if you peek in, you'll see the Menehune. It's so cool. Well, for the Tree of Life, if you walk around where the tough-to-be-a-bug queue used to be, and you'll see in a little log, there's all these holes where insects have, yeah. you know, supposed to have dug their little channels. Yeah, they're not real like, insects. And they're so. not real. But a couple of them go right through. So you, if you actually go up and look through them like a no telescope, one does, no but... one actually does. They frame specific animals on the tree of life. So it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And it's like looking through a telescope to see these things. But let's talk about the park now. Animal Kingdom, forget the details, although I love them. What do you tell me about the park? Why do you like it? And what do you like about it? Because well, this park has a ton of different things. I don't like, there's not a good amount of like shade and stuff. There is not. And the paths. That's, that's what I don't like about it. And yeah. I really want that. Because it's sort of weird for a park so with so hot. many trees. Yeah, it's so hot there always because the ground is black or brown a lot. Yeah. And it's just, the ground is really cool there though. Speaking of the ground, the details yeah, in the ground. the details oh. on the ground. Look down. And this is probably just for us, but I feel like every time we go to Animal Kingdom, it rains. <laughs> Which sort of goes with the rain and the <laughs> tree theme. But you're right. For a park with so that, many trees, yeah. it is hot. And you do have to escape into shops a lot there on the super hot, at least in the summer. And I mean, you think they wouldn't have very good shops, but they actually have a decent amount of shops. They do have a decent amount of shops and some pretty good dining. Like you feel like we talk about more, dining. Yes, dining is actually it surprised me. There's a lot of good dining. The dining that they had there. And I'll give you another cool tip. So Flame Tree Barbecue, I still love, right? We like eating a Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah. When you go in the back, oh, there's dining. a huge area for dining, right? With all these little tables. And here's the detail for people who like to look for this. Every one of those little seating areas has a theme of animals sort of worked in up yeah. above. One is predator and one is prey. So which makes you want to go watch Zootopia. Yeah. <laughs> so they have. <laughs> makes me. Everyone is different. So they've paired little animals if you look in those details, predator and prey, which is sort of cool. But the reason that Animal Kingdom, if you have a pet at home, it always makes you miss your pet. So Animal Kingdom, here's what's cool about it. Great rides, great sort of attractions, 
dining shops. And shows. It has a lot of shows. Yes, it does. There's okay. a lot of shows, actually. What is your favorite show? Let's go through some favorites. I don't know. So many. I like Festival of the Lion King. Uh, yeah, I, I do really like Festival. It's just, it's so cool. And the dancing and the costumes. Nemo's the- good, but it's very long. And it's one I would do once in a while. Whereas Lion King, I think, is I would do more frequently. We got good seats for Festival Well, on my 100th vacation, they really gave us some great stuff. And one of them was, yeah, the backstage picture with the cast and everything. That was fun. So thanks, Disney, again, for making my 100th vacation there. Excellent. Magical. 100 weeks. And I'm past that now, but that was great. And favorite ride? Pandora, Flight of Passage. You prefer Flight of Passage over Expedition Everest? Flight of Passage is my favorite ride, period. I prefer Expedition Everest. I yeah. do like Flight of Passage, but... But I prefer Flight of Passage to the Galaxy's Edge rides. Oh, it's I my, don't. It's my favorite ride. Over Rise of the Resistance? Although it's hard to call that a ride. It's not, that is an attraction, okay? Yeah. It, that, it, that's, it's, it's, a, it's not a ride. It's a mix, yeah. So, you, so okay, it's let's talk about... It's a fantastic attraction. However, it's not a ride. So, piloting the Falcon, you would prefer Flight of Passage? Yeah, I prefer Flight of Passage because I feel I feel very stressed. Piloting the Millennium Falcon, oh, it's so fun and it's so cool. But it's it's very stressful. <laughs> no, I prefer it's that. It's very stressful. And because if you were always the pilot, I might say that. But sometimes you're the engineer and you're, yeah. that's not as fun. I like it because it's interactive. I like being, being, if you were always the pilot, I might say it's a tie. But you're, it's not a guarantee. Right. You could be the other uh, components in the ship, which they aren't as fun. And also, it's very it's very stressful because you're, you're get retrieving the weapon. Or you're, if you make it to the bonus levels, then you're going through an asteroid field. And I'm just, just really sweaty. Whereas Pandora, Flight of Passage, you're in a jungle. It's calm. You go underwater. I wouldn't on say the it's calm. You go, banshee. it's pretty aggressive. You go flying, swooping down. That's why some people can't handle it. In fact, your banshee has to stop and breathe at one point. You're flying. You're getting mis- attacked. You're flying on a mystical animal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How can you be stressed? Okay, what are your must dos, Animal Kingdom? Flight of passage, flight of passage, flight of passage. If you were telling someone that would be it? Well, no, but if you can't get a fast pass, I'd say it's worth waiting in line. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. If you can only do one thing there, do that. And I think that Everest is also good. Everest is great. I prefer it. I prefer non uh, sort of video rides personally where I can get them. And, and I like roller coasters, but I like this ride because it's a bit different. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And, you know, it's another park that you really should take the time to look around. And I mean, it's hard. I know if you, especially if you're not going a lot on, on a lot of Disney vacations, you do have to make your way around. But there is yeah. so much detail even throughout all the little towns, like there's just everywhere. The little signs in Harambe yeah. there for all the, like Joe Rody has a sign. They put a lot sign. of detail into this park. They even made a sign for a guy who quit, an Imagineer who quit halfway through and they <laughs> took a little dig at him on one of the signs. What'd they say? Well, I forget exactly what it says, but you know, he's left his position and got, <laughs> whereas it's, it, so it's pretty fun. Like they, there's a lot of little detail and a lot of actual fact. I mean, they did travel around the world to make you, those little towns in Asia and Africa What would you say accurate. that your favorite dining is? Where? Animal Kingdom. Well, see, Tiffin's is the signature, but, and, uh, you know, I don't love the Pandora dining as much as everyone raves about it. And I, I still, okay. I still just like Flame Tree Barbecue, to be honest. No, I like Tusker House. 
Yeah, Tusker House is good. I prefer it to Flame yeah. Tree. Yeah, it's good character dining. And well, it was a buffet. Now it's going to be all you can eat family style. I mean, yeah. as they're switching everything over. So, okay, between these two parks, yeah. what did you say? Hollywood over animal? No, I say Hollywood and animal are tied. Okay, I've given you a one day pass, one park. You must pick one. Where are you going? Hollywood. Okay. For me, because of Galaxy's Edge, it's close for me. Yeah, I, I guess I, I would lean for Hollywood as well. Those two were really, really tight before. I almost would have picked Animal Kingdom, but I, I think I would have liked Hollywood a tad better. And they're still tied, but Galaxy's Edge, Animal Blue Kingdom, milk. Animal Kingdom for me is like the Contemporary Resort Hotel was for me. I did not like them at first. I didn't really didn't like Animal Kingdom when it first opened. I didn't care for it much. The pathways are thin. It's on purpose. But it's grown on me over the years as I've come to appreciate But I'd also like to compare it to the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary. So the Hollywood Studios being the Grand Floridian. You love the Grand Floridian. It's a great thing. It's a great hotel. You stay there all the time. But once in a while, you if Contemporary is your second favorite hotel at Disney World... You go there, you really like it, you try and switch it up a bit. So I think it's a great analogy. I just wish we've we've lost some good things. Like we lost Camp Mini Mickey, which was oh. a great spot. It, that's where they built Pandora. But, you know, it's like we lost Toontown. So I feel like we're losing too many things for young children. Pandora, you know, it's great. I still am not sure. Well, the, now they've bought the franchise, but at the time they didn't have it. You know, look, I had a great childhood experience with all these little mini Mickey things, and now I'm getting, I feel like Disney is changing for me. Maybe they need a kid's park. <laughs> Although some people would say that's a magic key. All right. Let's wrap this up now. We've done our whirlwind tour between these two parks. Both good parks. Hollywood's come a long way. They as, should have an extreme park. Well, we talked about the fifth gate already, so mm. be sure to check back and listen to what if you were in charge of the parks episode. Yes. Anyway, everyone, we thank you for listening to this. We hope this has given you more dreams and memories of Disney parks because yes. we do love them all at the end of the day. So thank you for listening. Be sure to check us out on social media everywhere at 1923 everywhere. Main Street. Check out our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash 1923 Main Street. And our new shop on Tea Public and Red Bubble. Just we have search some very interesting Disney-inspired designs Really for you. cool designs, and we're adding more all the time. So thanks, everyone. We will see you next week. As always, thank you for listening and sharing our episodes with your friends. We really appreciate it. We love having you along for the ride, and have a magical day. Bye-bye.